0: I'm Jocelyn Reed, your host, mother, sister, friend, educator, coach, and lifelong learner. A super fan of a mac and cheese loving curious kiddo named Zaire. Let's plant seeds for the future and figure out how to describe and share this wild ride we call life together, one word at a time. You are listening to Root Words, the podcast podcast. Presented by Revolve Learning. Here we are, episode one, and our root word is legacy. Now, when I was thinking about the definition, I went to go look it up, and it was really all about money. But when I think of legacy, I think of putting a stamp on the future, making a contribution to future generations. And I think when people want to leave a legacy, they want people just to feel like their life mattered. And so I want to do a little bit of reflecting on what that means and how we might have a conversation with the young people that we love. I saw a quote by Rashid Laru and he said, legacy is not what is left tomorrow when you are gone. It's what you give, create, impact, and contribute today while you are here. Then that happens to live on. Can I get a little vulnerable with you? I'll just imagine you said, sure, girl, go ahead. (laughs) I shared a little bit about my inspiration behind this podcast being my child and our relationship. And that is true, but if I get down to the root of it, I really feel like I'm facing one of my biggest fears. Do you know what that is? The three ofs. Should've, could've, would've. Because this was just something that I always said that I should do, I could do, and I would do if... Insert some ridiculous excuse here. I'm just being real. So when I think of legacy, I never really think of money or a will. It may be because I never really had those conversations growing up or because I work in a profession now where it's all about service and giving and what you offer. So now I just think about what I want to be remembered by, my character, work ethic, creativity, innovation, but I don't really think about the fruits of the labor in a monetary sense. And I do think it's super important to unpack that for young people and think about how I want to impact my son's life financially with wisdom and resources. I just feel so honored to be at this place of giving back and sharing on my own terms what I feel put on this planet to do. And that's a great feeling. This is the culmination of every experience and lesson I have learned. And I urge you to think about what you are doing and legacy in that way. What does the culmination of your life work build into, pour into? What do you need to do to make that known to those around you? I feel more prepared now than ever to have this conversation about legacy with my now nine-year-old because even though I'm doing this to connect with everyone and anyone who is impacting the life of younger people, this podcast in and of itself will be a part of my legacy as he and anyone close to me will have these recordings long after I'm gone. I was listening to Ed Milet speak on a podcast recently. I think it was the Rachel Hollis Rise podcast. And he shared a concept that rocked me to my core. So he was talking about children's viewpoint of their parents. And he basically said their whole view of what is possible in life is only seen through the prism of your life. He said, it's not good enough just to love them. You have to become the best version of yourself possible so that their view of what they can do is based on the example that you set. Seriously, like mind blown. So let's unpack that a little bit. So we tell our kids what we have sort of been conditioned to believe from our parents and teachers or anyone older that you can do anything you put your mind to. You can be anything you want to be. And we repeat these quite lofty motivational phrases to our kids and our students now. But are we actually living and showing up in our children's or students' lives in contradiction to that concept of the world is your oyster and you can be anything you want to be. Let me explain a little bit about what I mean by that. We get to a point in our lives where we start to reflect on who our parents really are through this brand spanking new lens of our own adult experiences. So we're looking at them in the back half of their lives from the top of our own hill, and we can kind of see them in one of two ways. We can either see their joy factor, the culmination of everything they worked so hard for, the actual fruit and products of the countless times they might have used a phrase like, I worked my tail off so you can blank insert their hopes and dreams for your life here but we can see it, feel it, believe it. And we are more prone to passing on stories about them truly living their dream, living their best life. But on the flip side of that, we might see the lack thereof. They may not be living out their dreams that they mentioned they had for their lives. We might hear them say they believe it's too late for them. They may have become complacent and just really surviving each day. And I want to be clear here. This is not about those that have a lack of resources or opportunity. I want to be sensitive to that. We know some people really are making the best out of what they have, and we know that. I'm more so talking about when we hear people or those older than us vocalizing one day. I'm gonna start on, I wish I could if I only had a lot of excuses. So I'm wondering, when we think of older adults that have influenced our mindset about how we dream, that prism that we saw their lives through, And how is that understanding impacting what we believe about legacy and its definition and what it means for us and what we pass on? So what are we saying to our kids? And more importantly, what is it making us show our kids? Because our kids, they hear us, they see us, but what will they say about us? After sitting with this for a while, I'm like, man, have I just been pouring these little motivational phrases into young people and not showcasing them myself? Or if I am showcasing them, am I having a conversation with them so they know why I do what I do? This, okay, let's, a real example here. I have been working on this podcast for a while and I have been telling my son that I was going to record And I had so many excuses as to why I wasn't doing it. And a lot of it had to do with my own fear and perfection, paralysis, all of that. We won't get into that here. So honestly, I am sitting at my dining room table. This mic is screwed in to my table. And so he has seen it just literally sitting here, reminding him that I still need to do this. And so he asked me about it a lot. And so I was editing the intro episode when he happened to come home from school and he heard me mention his name and our relationship. And the look on his face was priceless. He literally was jumping for joy, excited because I actually did what I said I was going to do, living out a part of my dream. I just hit record. So I just wanted to share that one quick story because it was one thing for him to hear me talking about my dream. It's another thing for him to see me working for it and doing it and talking about it because he knows this is all for him and to leave a mark on the world that he's proud of. So, I challenge you to think through this process about who you are. What do you value most in this world and what are you doing to show that you are working towards your goals? What is your dream for your legacy? Once you've unpacked that yourself, Ask some intentional questions and just listen to the young people in your life that will tell your story long after you're gone. Ask them questions like, what do you think I value most in this life? Why do you think I work? This could be an eye-opening conversation. I want to warn you now, be prepared. But... It's also an opportunity to share your hopes for your legacy in the future and include them on how they can participate in that. The big takeaway here is to not assume that they know why you do what you do or how hard it is that you work. A young person won't contribute to or appreciate the legacy you're leaving them if they never heard the word or made sense of the concept with someone that they trust and That is you. I just wanna mention, you might be thinking right now, Jocelyn, this is deep. (laughs) And I haven't even had conversations with the young people around me about what they like or what they find is important to them. It's a leap and I get it. We created the Path to Meaningful Connections resource just for that reason, to help you build up and build trust to having these deeper level conversations. Root words is our way to connect about these things and have conversations. And Revolve Learning believes that all learning revolves around relationships. So we just had to be responsible to help you bridge that gap and make the connections that are most meaningful to you. As promised, we are here to help you walk through this conversation. And our questions to connections worksheet for this legacy episode is linked in the show notes and on our website, revolvelearning.com and all social media outlets at Revolve Learning. For my teachers, school leaders, educators, we are going to hop back on for a bonus educator edition episode talking about how this concept of legacy can be discussed with your students. You may be surprised with the perspective we have on this topic. All right, that's a wrap on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you soon.